0: how's it going i hope everyone's doing well welcome to episode 24 um right now and this this is an interview and i have a special guest um her name is aya and we met on set uh, at a short film in i think berkeley we, we were doing like a short film together And that's how we met, and then we just sort of kept in touch, like on Instagram and stuff like that. Um, She's really cool. Um, She's making, she's sort of like transitioning to coaching, which we're going to talk about and stuff like that. So yeah, welcome Aya to Braindump. And how are you doing today?
1: I am fabulous. I am actually three hours ahead of California, so it's almost noon my time. I've already okay. gotten a few things done, so I'm excited. I'm pumped to be here.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um. Because I know you're in you're in California before. Are you mm-hmm. Are you like living on the East Coast now, or just there visiting?
1: Or no, I moved. Uh, I moved to South Carolina. Um. I needed some peace and quiet. I had a few projects that are cooking up, and I was really hoping to have some time to really just focus on them. And I don't know, I just was really craving that three hour difference. I wanted to be away from California. I felt caged in the Bay Area with all the traffic, with just so many lines, wherever you go, I just, the prices being ridiculously high, it was just too much. And so I just wanted like a different environment to produce and create these projects that are within me. Um, and so i managed to find this wonderful little city called Charleston in South Carolina. And I ended up just saying, yep, let's do it. Let's move. So I've been here for two months now. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> great. Cool. Um, how did you, did you know anyone there? Or was it just sort of like you just picked it and then?
1: Yeah, it, uh, mm-hmm. it actually ended up being like a serendipity almost because I didn't even know Charleston even existed when I was on my hunt to finding that perfect, peaceful place. Um, So I know I didn't know anybody um, in South Carolina. I wasn't even thinking of going to South Carolina, but one of my good friends, um, they suggested that I check out Charleston. It was one of the cities that they always wanted to go into. So I'm like, all right, I'm actually close. At first I was thinking I was considering Florida, but I ended up getting turned off by Florida for many reasons um okay and so uh, yeah and Charleston is not that far from Florida so I'm like okay let me just make a pit stop and I'm glad that I did because that's when I fell in love with it okay yeah so
0: that's awesome yeah (laughs) yeah that's cool so did you always know because I know you were posting a lot of like inspirational content for like a long time
1: Uh uh-huh
0: did you did you sort of feel that you were going in that direction of like coaching or was it sort of sudden where you're just like I want to do this all of a sudden
1: yeah that's a great question um so I have always had the burning desire to inspire and motivate people but I've never considered myself a coach even though I have like the personality of a coach like I can tell people like I can get an account uh an individual to you know, get them to do things, right? Like to stay accountable, to move things forward, to really stay uh, focused on their goals. And so I've had the personality of a coach, but for some reason, this, this, the title of a coach for me, it was just like a turnoff for some reason. I don't know. I never okay. thought I would be a coach. I get that. Uh, but then over the months, and I think it happened this year, earlier this year, I was like, I really do have the personality of a coach. I do like to inspire i like to see progress i like to see people grow i've grown a lot myself i've actually um, got coaching myself earlier uh, actually late last year mm-hmm. and so i saw so much growth and impact by having a coach i was like i want to do that too i want to make a great impact one on an individual basis but also just like on a grand level as well and just being able to impact so many people um, with my message so yeah it just I think it just evolved and now I'm just more clear in regards to what I want to do and coaching is definitely something that I enjoy doing
0: cool that makes sense
1: yeah
0: do you so you've said like artists is that primarily what your goal is to help like creative people specifically
1: yes um artists specifically well one I think each individual, like I don't know, uh, every person that I've met, um, I actually come originally from uh, the corporate world. So I ended up transitioning mm-hmm. and following my passion of acting, and that's when we met. Uh, that was when we were yeah, at the I beginning of the you, stages. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm from corporate. I don't know anything. But even in my corporate <laughs> world, like I met so many people who still had that artistic desire. They would just keep it hidden. So for me, I say I actually my little mini bio is I'm on a mission to inspire individuals to uh, embark on their artistic journey because I think it there's an artist lives with within each and every one of us. It's in it's up to the individual to really entertain the artistic soul within them to really continue to evolve as an artist. We're all artists, but yeah, and as a person too. Yeah and some of us pursue it, right? Like you, with your music and with the acting and some of us just do it for fun as a hobby. And some of us just kind of put it in a closet and just never really address it but they know deep inside they want to entertain it and they want to, you know, they feel shy, I guess. Um, so yeah, so I enjoy really inspiring the artistic, uh, the artist in you, I guess, yes.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. That makes a lot of sense. Do you, I guess like when you were acting and stuff, like do you feel like you can translate that knowledge to like any artist or like any type of art form basically? Like,
1: um, like yeah, it doesn't
0: matter what they're doing. Like, I guess, can you coach any art artists like no matter what form they're doing? Like if it's like acting, music or? I anything so. you feel comfortable with doing like anything basically
1: yeah i think so because it's it's kind of like baking a cake right like you just have to have the recipe like you have to know the measuring measurements right like depending on what you throw in you can throw in chocolate or maybe you throw in vanilla right like it's the the what do you call it um i'm really bad with cooking so maybe this like is the a bad flavor example. thank you the flavor may be different right but the recipe and the measurements have to be kind of the same if you're trying to build the cake I would think again, I'm really bad with cooking. So maybe this was a terrible, um, (laughs) expression, but, uh, where I'm trying to go with this is I have marketing and sales experience. I have over 10 years of marketing and sales experience and these skills that I've obtained in the corporate world, I managed to transfer it to a new industry myself as an actor. And so when I'm working with, I actually worked with a producer, uh, last year who was in, um, who's working on a feature film. And so I was basically giving him advice and tips of all the marketing and sales skills that I've obtained in a completely different industry. I was never in the film industry before. Those are the same skills uh, I put into use as myself, as an actor, as a model. Um, Now, right now I'm I'm writing a script. So that's going to be the same kind of structure as well once I'm ready to, bring it to the market, but it was the same, same strategy, I guess, with me helping out the producer, me helping out an entrepreneur or a film director. It's the, the sauce is basically the same, the strategy and and the steps of how to build your brand, how to put yourself out there is the same It's the, the difference is the people, right? The audience, who are you reaching out to as an artist? Like uh, as a rapper, you're not probably not going to really focus on the film director but you're probably going to target and talk to um, music producers right but Mm -hmm. the strategy is the same you're going to have to draft your message you're going to have to do this and that right you're going to have to get your uh, portfolio ready you're going to have to send your reel and close them right so it's those steps that are similar it's just the target market may be different yeah so
0: cool yeah that makes a (laughs) a long-winded answer yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah thank you yeah and then what did you do any did you did you do any specific training like for coaching specifically or did you or you just sort of like knew that like how to coach already basically
1: um not necessarily like i did not know but i think it goes back to when you do it yourself once right like when you're the student you start to take yeah. notes of like, all right, so for my first week, this is what we did. We addressed my hurdles. We addressed my things that were holding me back. So now as a coach, that's the very first thing they are going to talk about, right? Second thing they are going to talk about are what are your goals? What are you trying to achieve? You know, um, because we first need to address the hurdles, address what's holding you back from achieving those goals, right? And so usually that's one of the first things we talk about with uh, when I talk with my artists and with my clients in general so
0: yeah
1: student now becomes the teacher (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) yeah awesome yeah and um what was I gonna ask do you do you have any like I guess like what are the hard what are some things that are hard about coaching that maybe you that maybe like don't come naturally to you or you have to like work on? Is there anything that's like difficult or anything that you're like, oh, this is new or like, um, something I like that?
1: That's a great question. I haven't had to address that just yet because there's always something, um, there's always something to be worked on with the artist so the thing with the coaching there's a difference because I was actually starting when I was first trying to figure out if I wanted to be a coach or if I wanted to be a consultant and so now I'm kind of doing both Mm -hmm. I'm a business coach as well as a marketing consultant and so with the coaching there there isn't much uh, challenges on my end but more of me challenging the artist right Um, and so we go and really dig deep into what's holding the artist back or how can we, you know, address the issues that they're running into? How can we tackle those issues and how can we move that artist forward for the upcoming week or for the upcoming month, really getting that artist to visualize their success, visualizing their life three months from now, a year from now, two years from now. So really, I don't really run into many challenges on my end. Um, Yeah, when it comes to consulting, now I'm doing most of the work, right? So now it's difficult because now I have to come up with strategies. Now I have to figure out, okay, how am I going to help build this business? How am I going to help grow that business or help that individual grow their business? And so I think as a business coach, again, I don't really run into those issues because I can anytime, if there is ever an issue or a challenge, I can put on my marketing consultant hat and say, all right, so we've reached your highest of the high. How can we go even further? Well, here you go. Here are some of my tips and strategies of as a marketing consultant. So really, they kind of get like a two for one price. That's good. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And then I guess another question is like the pandemic has like affected us all, obviously. Um, How did that affect like your coaching or like your business? Or did it make it clear? Like did the pandemic make you realize something? Because I feel like for me, it made me like I was like okay I'm gonna focus more on music now because I can do music by myself and there's not as much like acting stuff to do yeah so I felt like I naturally got more creative with like my music and I was wondering if like maybe that was similar for you where you're just like okay I'm gonna focus on I'm gonna like shift my focus because everything is like closed down or
1: so again I think I don't know how it is for other people maybe for some listeners as well but the pandemic it it kind of felt almost like a blessing in disguise almost i hope no one really Mm. like your listeners didn't lose their loved ones during the pandemic That would suck and i apologize but um i think it awakened a lot of like the artists in us because people tap like they stopped working they stopped thinking and they're like all right let me tap into something that feeds my soul and a lot of times they turn into art. like i have a friend who is a great marketer. He works for this big corporation. And when pandemic happened, he turned to playing guitar. And now he has yeah. evolved into this comedian and a podcast. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is awesome. So I do <laughs> see the pandemic as a blessing in disguise. Um, to answer your question personally, for me, before the pandemic happened, I'm thinking, shoot, like this is my year to be an actor, my year to be a model. I was just like, Laser focused that like that's what I was gonna do. When the pandemic happened, I'm like, what the hell? What am I gonna do now? Like, production's closed, everything's closed. We're forced to stay at home. And so I was like, all right. Well, I'm the type of person who likes to stay proactive. I didn't actually let it drag me down. Um, You know, I ended up just writing a lot. And um, at the time, I was a part of this nonprofit organization. I just got into and they were hosting a screenwriting workshop. So I ended up taking that class just to get in the mind of a screenwriter. Since I'm taking my acting career seriously, I wanted to see what the writers, how they thought, why they thought this way, you know, and at the end of the workshop, I ended up actually writing my own scripts and picking up a script I wrote like in high school. I was so young. And oh, okay. Just,
0: like you dug it up or
1: something. I dug it like up, yeah, and and then I pitched it to the workshop, and the teacher was just like, "You gotta write," and I'm like, "That's, That's not cool. what I want to do," you know? And so <laughs> I was like, "Okay, okay, well, I guess I should do that." So I ended up tapping into my writing, um, art—the artist in me in writing. I just kept writing, and I just kept wanting to challenge myself. So. I was like okay well I'm seeing a lot of people on social media being influencers I'm like let's see what that's like and so I allow myself I give myself permission to be curious on things that I have interest in but like I'm not ready to do them because you know this I don't know about you but like when I would hear influencers I would think oh no like that's for some reason, I had this bad energy whenever I would hear influencers. Mm-hmm. So like, okay. And there was this influencer summit back in like, I think October, November, which I ended up attending for a whole week, which is virtual. And I fell in love with it. Like I just fell in love with the word influencer. I fell in love with the word coaching, got into coaching. And that's when this whole transition happened. And so my The writer in me happened, the coach in me happened, uh, came out and I was still acting and modeling too. So once the production started to slowly open up this year, I was like, okay, cool. I can literally do all of that, you know? Um, And then like this other curiosity of me becoming my own, uh, becoming a film director, becoming a producer. I'm like, I can just do all of this myself.
0: so yeah
1: yeah yeah this this learning never stops with me so I just love to explore and uh, stay curious and just keep creating things on my own it's just been fun so that's how I've evolved since the pandemic oh awesome yeah
0: yeah I feel like I've had the same thing where it's like I started focusing on music and then I started DIYing like a lot of my music and like because I was, like, before, it's, like, I was sending my stuff to, like, a mixing engineer and, like, a, you know, mastering engineer, and it would cost, like, hundreds of dollars for, like, one song Mm -hmm. and stuff, so I was, like, why don't I just take time and, like, learn how to produce better and, like, mix better myself, so I, like, spent time sort of teaching myself to mix. I bought, like, better equipment, like, better headphones and stuff like that. Nice. And I started just, you know, learning, you know, like, the program that I'm using, like, a lot better. So I feel more comfortable with, like, my own pipeline, like, just putting music out by myself without sending it to anyone or without, like, um, you know, like, paying someone else to, like, make it better, like, have, like, the final say of, like, the mix and everything. So I've just been working on everything myself, like, at home, like, producing everything myself, singing everything myself, like without anyone else and that's been so it's like freedom like I feel like I can make whatever I want like whenever I want and I don't have to like pay someone else to like you know make it professional or anything so it's really nice yeah yeah
1: and it's good like it's good to know your process like it's it's actually very beneficial for you down the long run long long line long run um Mm -hmm anyway um i think you're not only are you saving a lot of money but you're also learning the production side of things and the editor side of things and when you can wear many hats running your own business you can grow you know and you i don't know something about doing it yourself is far more special than sending it off to someone else or um i feel you on that because i'm um, when was this? I think it was like seven years ago or eight years ago when I first started doing video editing. When I first started doing website editing, I was thinking like, I, it's really interesting for me. And all the ve- video editor platforms, the website platforms, they've evolved. But like the concept again, just like what I've said earlier with sales and marketing, like that the, stays the same with any technology. It's just gotten fancier and much better and easier perhaps. But that structure never really changes so knowing the basics of how things work it will actually pay out in the long run you know like what you're learning yourself yeah, too, like editing true. and stuff like you are going to probably get fancier and schmancier platforms later on mm-hmm. same way you know but it's you're investing this not this time in the knowledge that will pay out uh, in the future in the near future too so that's great i actually admire people who teach themselves on how to do things you know so
0: yeah thanks that's really helpful to me I've like also been thinking like I've also been thinking like because I like clothes like I'm into like fashioning clothes I was like maybe I should like buy a sewing machine or something <laughs> like I just the thought that I have of, like I want to like try to make my own like stuff yeah but I haven't done it yet but it's just something that's like on my mind that I was like oh maybe I should try that
1: interesting yeah Yeah. I think you know like these thoughts that we have in our head like maybe I should try it like same with my influencer the coaching like these thoughts like I have this big like strong belief like these thoughts that are in our head like oh maybe I should try this like they're there placed on our path for a reason because I don't think that way like you do Ron like for me I'm into (laughs) fashion but I'm not going to be like thinking like "Mm, I should try to sew and create my own clothes like I just would never see myself doing that, you know? But like the thought of like, I should try, I think that's kind of like your intuition saying you should go and see what you're capable of doing with your two hands, you know? So that- Yeah, yeah. That inner voice, like same with when I first embarked on my acting journey, I was like, let me try. Cause like, I think acting is gonna make me happy. And I wasn't wrong. It made me happy. You know? <laughs> Still makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah
0: that's awesome try yeah.
1: it try it listen to your intuition that's that's me telling you <laughs> yeah
0: thank you I definitely will for sure yeah, yeah it's
1: perfect.
0: always good to have a reminder too
1: yes yes and then yeah. please like that'd be cool if you can write an ayah or something and you know, I like create your own little design for me
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> I'll think of that then when I get one yeah like get a sewing machine yeah Yeah. (laughs) yeah so i think we're gonna wrap up for today soon was there anything else that you wanted to mention to like the audience like maybe like where they could find you or like things that you have coming up or anything like that
1: sure yeah um well, one, I'd just love to say thank you for having me and thinking of me um, on just inviting me to your podcast. So I really appreciate that. It means a lot. And two, if your audience wants to follow me on Instagram, um, my tag, no, my, what is it called? My thingy, uh, it's called Hodra H-O-J-A dot A-Y-A. Um, or you can find me on my website at hodraia.com h-o-j-a-a-y-a.com and i'm actually in less than a few days uh next thursday july 15th i'm launching my um introductory uh course uh called take the stage so it's geared towards actors who want to take their acting career to the next level so if you're interested of aspiring to follow your dreams you know hit your girl up i got you (laughs) um this is dedicated to all the actors who are just passionate um, and want to be one of follow of their dreams. Yeah, and I just admire artists too much. So yeah, that's it, <laughs> that's, that's all I gotta say, yes.
0: Awesome, well, thanks for sharing that. And I'm looking forward to you know hearing how that goes. Um, and yeah, it was, it was awesome talking to you today. Um, I'm sure people are going to like really appreciate you being on and like love this episode and everything. So thank you again.
1: Thanks, Ron.
0: Okay. Thank you guys. I'll see you guys in the next episode. All right. Bye.